past the hour of three o'clock and like i said if you're into construction management and quantity serving yeah. stay tuned around about this time like i said we'll be having an awesome interview so right now i'm with i mean one of the most educated people i've ever read on you know what i mean so this guy obtained his phd in quantity serving in 2014 right yeah. from the university of free state he obtained his master's in land and property management in 2005 and also from the University of Free State, right? Mm -hmm. He also completed a Bachelor of Science in Quantity Serving in 2003 at the same university, right? He served in various leadership roles, uh, notably as the pres president of the Associates of the South African Quantity Surveyors mm -hmm. from 2017 till the end of 2018, right? He also served as a board member from 2015 until 2020 at the Association of the South African Quantity Surveyors. He was also chairperson. Like, I mean, if you're chairperson, my G, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So he was, yeah, he was also the chairperson of the uh, accreditation panel of the South African Council of the Quantity Surveying Profession since 2018 to 2022. Side. So right now I'm going to fast forward to where we are now, yeah. right? So Dr. Ramabodi is an accomplished scholar, okay. right? As demonstrated by his contribution to academia and the profession at large, 
by profession, I'm talking construction management and uh, quantity and survey, right? Mm -hmm. He published several journals, several journals. I mean, author type of vibes, you know? Yes. Exactly, yes, yes, and yes. conference papers, and also sustained experience in private sector's work, right? Wow. Uh, where he hold a certain di directorship position in prominent companies across South Africa. He is also a registered professional quantity surveyor with the South African Council of the Quantity Surveying Profession and has been a registered member since 2015 mm. until today. When I mean today, I mean 27th mm. of July 2022. Yeah. <laughs> what a bio it is, eh? Yo, this is an amazing bio. bio. Dr. Abobodu. Thank you very much, sir. How are you? I'm good in you, sir. I won't lie. You are one educated person I've ever came across on. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Would you... Please, uh, doctor, uh, please just uh, introduce yourself to the listeners, you know? Yes, um, so I'm Dr. Mulutima Ramabodu. I originally come from the Free State. I was born and bred in Bloomington and went to school there as well. And um, I actually went to university there, University of the Free State. And um, I've worked in numerous institutions. University of Free State, I was a lecturer there. I went to University of Pretoria. And now I'm head of the department at University of Johannesburg. The Department of Construction Management and Quantity. Oh, that is awesome accreditation, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah, so, that's how you feel about that? How do you feel about that? I'm so sorry. That's the Construction Management and Quantity Serving, that. Yes, that. Yeah, I'm going to say from the core, like, just in brief, though. Yes. So, um, construction management and quantity surveying, uh, <laughs> so, so generally what we do, um, if you, if you, if you can remember, but by accounting, they would obviously look at, um, financial records. Rona, um, our work in quantity surveying is actually to predict um, future cost. So we actually, our work is to check um, if you want to build a house or um, an office park or a mm. shopping center. We're the ones who can actually tell you before the time that or this project it now cost us so much. Okay. And the, the, the important part of that is we predict, we manage, and we make sure or, um, when a contractor comes on board, uh, that budget that you've created is actually in power with what the market will offer. And maybe just important to also uh, remember is that when you do uh, uh, properties for commercial purposes, mm. let's say you want to build a mall and you want to lease it out, we can actually calculate and tell you, okay, um, this mall is feasible if you have so many shops, so many square meters, if it costs you so much, then we can actually um, advise in that as well. So this means one has to be a, a math uh, lover for one to be a quantity surveyor. Yes. So um, when admissions uh, requirements would be math, physical science, and um, uh, uh, physical science, math, mm. and English, um, all of them, so at least you must get a minimum of five AP score, and then the total AP score must be 30. Mm. 
for um, our mainstream program, so we've got two. The one is extended, which takes four years. There, the AP score is 26. But you must have five for math, five for English, five for physical science. And then the total score must be 26. And then on the main, mainstream one, which takes you three years, um, Rishoka, math, five feet, physics, five feet, uh, English, five feet, and then the total AP score must be um, 30. Hmm. Okay, that's so... You have to be like a, a proper scholar. Just to be a quantity surveyor and a construction yes. management. And it's focused. Yes, that is. So, um, um, you must also be able to visualize things. Yeah. Because mostly we go to the drawing. So architects will give you drawings. Oh, um, okay. You have to now interpret those drawings, Mavana. So mm. it actually requires somebody who can put things into perspective, mm. um, and then go bala holo check your land. Okay. So now, Prof, um, the the linkage now between construction management and quantity surveying, how is it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, a, a very important question because there's always a thin line between the two. Uh, we always say. If you are a quantity surveyor, you can do construction management. Mm. And if you are a construction manager, you've got slightly limited skills to do the quantity survey work. So now the, the fundamental difference would be this. Um, quantity surveying I've already extensively explained. Now construction management, what they do, they build the physical project. Now they manage the construction processes. So meaning um, after now they have actually been awarded the work, um, they will make sure that they schedule the work, um, they schedule uh, labor, they schedule equipment, and then they manage the actual construction process as well. Mm -hmm. Meaning the physical building that you see, construction manager will be the one who's managing that process. Okay. So, what qualification in construction management and quantity serving? What can I be in those in that particular form? Okay, so uh, let's explain it this way. Your first three years is the same. Mm -hmm. So, all of them will have a bachelor of construction qualification, which you can complete in four or three years, depending you choose extended or mainstream. Mm -hmm. We normally say if if yeah, the mainstream one, um, it's actually quite intense because we're now trying to squeeze everything in the shortest period of time. Mm. The other one, it's four years, so the, the success rate is, is much more better in it. And it also gives you a little bit of flexibility to enjoy university life, mm -hmm. if I may put it that way. Okay. And then um, when you finish the three year, you go to the honors program, that's the specialization suite. You can now choose um, a Bachelor of Science Honours in Quantity Surveying or a Bachelor of Science Honours in Construction Management, or you can choose a Bachelor of Science in uh, Honours in Project Management or Bachelor of Science Honours in Construction Health and Safety. We all offer those programs. Okay, Dad. Susano, now I've qualified. I've done my three, four years there, now, and yes. I'm a post-grad, right? Yes. So here in South Africa, which businesses uh, am I most likely to work for? All right. So um, in South Africa, 
quite a lot. Um, some of them you won't even deliver with your, um, our students are able to work at them. Mm. You can work at banks, mm. okay. um, financial institutions, for instance, uh, for banks, when they do property valuations, quantity surveyors or construction managers um, can work there. Mm. And you can work at financial institutions like the KPM, KPMG, those auditing firms. Um, when they do audit of projects that didn't complete or were abandoned, uh, quantity surveying expertise are normally required as well. Mm -hmm. um, they can work at construction companies, they can work at um, professional offices, um, they can work even in an auditor general's office, there are some of our students there, mm -hmm. um, and they can even work for insurance companies. Um, if your house burned down, an insurer normally sends an evaluator, our students are actually trained to do that. Okay, because one hit in that day, when I heard construction management, so, so the tender is just is just a new terminology. Remember, in tendering process, it's just a small component. Everybody can do that, but yeah. how then? Um, the question always we ask is, can everybody actually manage the construction process? Mm. And the answer is mm. normally no. Yeah. Mm. So, so now, so they can even work at construction site. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now, Prof, for a prospective student who would want to enroll at the University of Johannesburg in construction management and quantity surveying, what should they be expecting in terms of um, practical work? So, um, because it, um, up to 2019, we used to have diplomas and BTEC qualifications. So, we phased those ones out in 2019, mm -hmm. and then in 2017, we introduced the degree program. So in the degree program, we don't um, require our students to have um, in-service training anymore. Mm -hmm. So what we then do, uh, we give them what we call integrated projects. So a simulated project that we do um, on campus, um, where we sort of you simulate the work environment. But we also then allow them to do vocational work during um, school holidays and so forth. Yeah. So it's no longer mandatory for our students to have um, uh, internet training where they, they would normally go off in their second year and uh, be placed in a company. We also take into consideration there's um, less and less um, work opportunities. So we rather train them to think more like entrepreneurs um, mm. rather than um, just job seekers. Okay. So now, Prof, with our country right now, ne, we know that unemployment rate is just too high. Yeah. Yeah. And we know at the same time, we are moving towards that uh, the 4 industrial revolution, whereby now mostly it's machinery doing the work. So now, how has uh, construction management and quantity surveying actually moved on with the times of the fourth industrial revolution? Good question. Yeah. So very, very good question. So um, I'm going to answer it in two ways. Um, so every year we, we subscribe with uh, professional bodies. So every year you need to submit a report um, on on the employment data, uh, mm -hmm. which is um, one of the key elements where they actually want to track whether your program uh, people that are employable in the market. Mm -hmm. the, the 2021 data shows that 79% of our graduates are employed currently. Yeah meaning people that graduated in 2021. 
79% of them are already employed. And the second part is um, in as part of our training, we teach them building information modeling, um, where we teach them how to integrate all different professionals in, in a project. Um, we give them um, training in different softwares that are uh, applicable in the market um, so that they, when they graduate, they've got a little bit of a niche um, over other graduates from other institutions. Okay. So we sort of mold them into, into, into that context. Okay. okay. So, Doctor, um, with your journey studying construction management and quantity serving, the best practical project, your best practical project to date? Yes. Um, so, so you're asking that question of me personally through my job. Yeah, yes, yes, personally, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, so when I was still a young quantity surveyor, um, I used to work in Cape Town, so I was one of the um, quantity surveyors that were involved in the um, estimation of the Cape Town Stadium uh, for the World Cup um, mm. 2010. Wow. So, I was in wow. the, so that was a blue chip project. I mean, um, it was all in excess of 2 billion rent. Um, so just we were just amazed to see 3D modeling of the stadium before everybody could see. And obviously, um, the, the funny part is the media attention to it. Um, when costumes were, were done, we were even required to, uh, to present figures for the city council of Cape Town. Mm. So for me, that was uh, quite of, um, a beauty project I've ever worked on. Mm, amazing. Right. Wow. That, that's, that is very amazing. So you saw the module before the everyone could see it. You saw the stadium and uh, yeah, yeah. I saw it before before every everybody could see it. I was sitting right there. <laughs> I was sitting asking myself, what is this thing that I'm supposed to measure? Yo, I <laughs> no ways, no ways. So yeah. So now, now let's say I'm studying construction management, man. Eh? and quantity yes. surveying. So I hear we speak of these benefits of being able to view and be part of the project before the, yeah, the whole world. The whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So now, yeah. as, as a, a student who... Right? Is there any uh, awards and uh, achievements and recognitions like one should expect? Yes, um, so the, there's um, the Association of South African Quantity Surveyors. Every year, mm. they award um, top students. So they they um, request nomination from all different universities, and we submit them there. Mm. So um, there's prize money um, in cash, and some of them in bursaries if they want to study further. Uh, but within um, UJ, when I leave, um, a, a program called ASIM, so ASIM is an exchange program between three universities, um, which is UJ, um, a university in Tanzania, uh, University in Nigeria, and University in Malawi. So the UJ then forms the fourth one. So that exchange program, uh, what it does, we've got um, um, roughly about 26 million rent um, um, over a period of five years. So with that money then, what we do, we attract students from these three other countries that I've mentioned, yeah. Nigeria, Tanzania, and Malawi, mm. to come and study at UJ. And then we exchange um, those students with UJ students to go and study in some of those countries. 
The funny part, though, is that um, South African students are very reluctant to go to <laughs> Tanzania, go <or> Nigeria, <laughs> and see out. <laughs> And it's a fully funded scholarship, so yeah. you go there for one year, but they are very reluctant. But we, we get quite a number of um, these students from outside yeah. into our institution. Yeah. yeah. But, but Prof, before I think we, we should we should uh, close it, um, there's one thing though. I'm sure I'll be asking for somebody who's just at home right now. Mm. Um, just the little bit of difference between civil engineering and quantity survey and construction, because I know that civil engineering also works a little bit with construction as well. Yes, so, so yeah, in civil engineering, um, some civil engineering programs have um, construction management, but it's not, um, it's only related to civil engineering work. Remember, civil engineering work, it's, it services, it's, it's about water supply, Oxford water, roads, bridges, that's civil engineering. Okay. Um, construction management, it does everything, meaning it's building work, uh, mining work, um, uh, civil engineering work, etc., etc. So mm -hmm. civil engineering is limited to engineering work, if I may put it that mm -hmm. way. Whereas the, what we produce is somebody that can go and work in the mines, oh. somebody that can work in, in roads, somebody that can work in a pipeline construction or even a power line construction. So so everything that is construction related, that is what we do. So basically it'll be easier for them to actually transfer their skills from one department to, to the other. Mm. Yes. yes, and and the interesting part is um, uh, in our honors program, we normally get a lot of civil engineering students now coming and studying construction management at honors or project management or health and safety. So that that also can happen. The overlap can also happen. Okay, okay. okay. Yes. However, we don't interchange in the in, in the undergrad programs. Mm. So you have to complete your three years. Oh. Then that's where the flexibility is. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. So, Doctor Ramabodi, would you like to add something to to that um, to what you said and just uh, summarize everything? Yes. Um, so quickly. Um, but the one important thing, as I uh, mentioned, we also have within um, our school, Renali, what we call 3, 3D printing um, of, um, of houses. Okay. So a 3D printer, normally, let's take a quick example, an RDP house, um, you can wow. build it over two, three days. Mm. But if we 3D print that house, we can build the walls of that house in less than two hours. Oh. <laughs> so printing the actual 